0: Welcome to Bangor Community Church Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed today as you hear the word of God. Well, let's pray. Hallelujah. God, Father, we just thank you. We praise you. We praise you for your word. Know Jesus is the word. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you would reveal Jesus to us more and more. You reveal Jesus even as we talk about him this morning. We go to a deeper depth of who the person of Jesus is in every heart. In Jesus' name, amen. So hallelujah. Um, Hallelujah. Jesus is coming back and he is coming back soon. We don't know exactly when, but he is coming back soon. And uh, it's so important that we really get to know this Jesus and um, the person of Jesus like never before. Amen. So, so important. So we're going to focus on Jesus. So, you know, the disciples who spent time with Jesus when he was on earth, you know, they were so impacted with Jesus. You could say they were obsessed with him. They were wowed with him. You know, he taught them many things, everything they would know. he uh, They saw him do miracles, signs, wonders. And um, they saw and knew and experienced his love. They were obsessed with him. Turn to your neighbor and say, are you obsessed with Jesus? Because Jesus is the most important person in history. He's the most recognized name. And he's the most recognized face, no matter what nation, wherever you would go. Even we don't quite know what he looks like, but we know when there's a picture of Jesus depicted, we know that's Jesus. People recognize Jesus. 27% of the world worships Jesus. And that's growing all of the time. Amen. Our calendar has developed around Jesus with ADBC. And, you know, even though Jesus already existed, he pre-existed. He was outside of time. But he chose to step in to time to be with mankind. And that is so awesome. That's what we obviously celebrate at this time. He chose to come. So mighty God, who functioned in Genesis 1-1, came and limited himself to that time element. And he lived for 33 and a half years as a, as a citizen on this earth. And he identified with us in everything we would ever go through. Every pain, every problem that you'd ever go through. Because he lived on this earth as a man, in time, he understands what we go through. He understands Sometimes you think others don't understand. But the one that understands, the one person that understands is Jesus. We're never alone. We're never alone. He understands. No matter husband and wife, you can be going through a lot of things the same, but nobody walks with you in through everything like Jesus. Nobody. Only Jesus walks so closely with you that he knows everything, because he knows your deepest thought. He knows your motivations. He knows your actions. He knows everything. Knowing him is different from knowing any other historical figure. You know, in school we learned about Napoleon. Well, I did. Did I still teach you about Napoleon? (laughs) Alexander the Great. But, you know, it's more important that we know about Jesus and we study Jesus because he's the one who can change your life today. They have come and they have gone. But Jesus is alive today and he is the power to change every life. Amen. So to the world, Jesus Christ, he remains a mystery because unless they know Jesus as Savior, they cannot understand him. Many times in Jesus' earthly ministry, he was asked to show his ID. People were asking, people wanted to know, who are you? Who are you? Bible times says the crowds asked about him. Matthew in chapter 21 verse 10. It says, and when he had come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved saying, who is this? And the chief religious leaders wanted to know who he was. And Matthew Chapter 21, verse 23. Now, when he came into the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people confronted him as he was teaching, saying, By what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority? And in Mark chapter 14, verse 61, but he kept quiet and he answered nothing. And again, the high priest asked him, saying to him, Are you the Christ? The son of the blessed, they wanted to know, who are you, Jesus? It's amazing how many people wanted to know who he was. In Luke chapter 22, verse 26 to 67, it says, As soon as it was day, the elders of the people, both the chief priests and the scribes, came together and led him into their council, saying, If you are the Christ, tell us. But he said to them, if I tell you, you will by no means believe. Some people today, many people today, no matter what, they still won't believe. But we must tell them. No matter what miracle they would see, they still won't believe. Some people just won't believe. Some people, when they get a miracle, they tell other people that they just won't believe or it's just it's not enough. You get blessed, it's not enough. They won't believe. But we believe. Amen? We believe. Let our belief count. The governor, Pilate asked who he was. Matthew 27, verse 11, it says, Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? Millions of people today are asking who Jesus is. They're thinking who Jesus is. People will ask you who Jesus is. As times get worse, people will come knocking at your door and they'll ask, who is your Jesus? Can he save me? And we've got to be prepared to share Jesus. Amen. It was revealed to Peter who Jesus was. We see that in Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 to 17. It says, when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And so they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Turn to somebody beside you and say, who do you say that I am? Jesus is. This was Simon's answer. Simon Peter, verse 16, answered and he said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. We need a revelation of Jesus like Peter received. We need it. That's why I said that time, that encounter I had this morning, I was having a deeper revelation of who Jesus is. Is that enough for me? No, it's not enough for me. Because the more you receive, the more you want. The more your eyes are open, the more you want to see and behold. So Father God is to open our eyes so that we can see who Jesus really is. And it's interesting, you know, last week at communion, for those that were here, do you remember David Livingston when he led us in communion? And he prayed at the end that our eyes would be open. Do you remember as we took that? Well, I've already experienced that this morning. Eyes are open. Last week we were talking about new things being dropped out into heaven, new dreams resurrected in our lives. Anybody, as you went through the week, were stirred about new things or old dreams? Some were last week, last Sunday when you were here. But again, I experienced that through the week. Engage with the Holy Spirit. Engage with what he's doing. Amen? So Father revealed Jesus as his son, and we see that in Matthew chapter 3 and verse 17. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Demons recognize the person of Jesus as the son of God. It's amazing, you know, Men and women, boys and girls have problems knowing Jesus, but not the devils, not demons. They knew. Mark chapter 3 and verse 11 says, And the unclean spirits, whenever they saw him, they fell down before him and they cried out, saying, You are the Son of God. They knew. Do we know this person of Jesus? We, his own? We, his sheep? We, his children? Do we know Jesus? Jesus revealed himself to the man that he healed. This man was blind from birth. We'll take up the story in in John chapter 9. In verse 35 and because this man was healed and he'd been blind all those years, he was brought before the, the elders and the, the high priests brought to the hierarchy of the church and they cast him out, imagine that blind man healed, blind from birth and they cast him out, out of the church wasn't the church out of the temple? Out. Who's done this? How does this happen? And when he tried to answer, wasn't good enough for them. Well, leave. Leave. This man was blessed. This, the, the 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 most important thing he needed was a sight. If he'd have gone up to this and said do you, do you need money, he would have said I need my sight. It's more important than money. It was the most important thing he needed and he received it. What a great blessing he received. And the religious, the religious folks, says, get out. Watch people in your life when you receive blessings. Watch when you receive things from God. Watch when you receive a promotion from God. Watch when you receive the abundance from God. Watch when you receive things that you're believing for because religious folk will go, get out. Too much for them. Religion does not want to see people blessed in any shape or form, whether that's healing, whether it's relationships, whatever. Amen? Amen? So if that happens to you, with somebody religious, just dust off your shoes and walk on. Amen? And I tell you what, hang around people that believe in being blessed, that believe in being healed, believe in miracles, believe in signs, and believe in wonders. Amen? Hang around those people. Unbelief. So Jesus... In verse 35, it says, Jesus heard that he'd been cast, that they'd cast him out. And when he found him, not that lovely? When he found him, all the religious discarded him. But Jesus, he went and he found him. He found him. He said to him, Do you believe in the Son of God? And he answered and he said, Who is he, Lord, that I could believe in him? Who is he? And he answered and said, or, And Jesus said to him, verse 37, You have both seen him, and it is he who is talking with you now. Imagine that. He was revealed, revealing himself, revealed him. not that awesome? He's hungry to have the Jesus revealed more. More. I'm hungry, church. I'm hungry. And then he says, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. You see, when you believe in Jesus, and you get to know the person of Jesus, you can do nothing but worship him. It won't cost you a thing to get in your knees before the Lord, whether it's a crowd of people or anything else. You won't care. When you know Jesus, you become a worshiper. And let me tell you this, not every Christian Not everyone who calls himself by Christ, I am a Christian, a Christian, is a worshiper. No. Sadly, in the body of Christ, there's very few worshippers. But as we get to know the person of Jesus, wow, imagine where we're going to go in our worship. Imagine where the body of Christ will go in worship. To us who know him, he's the savior of mankind. And we have him inside of us. Oh, praise God, we have him inside of us, the Spirit of Christ inside of us. All around the world, the religions where people, they, you know, they worship nature, <laughs> they worship mountains and rivers and idols, even demonic spirits. All sorts of things, religion, they worship. But Christianity, Christians worship God-made flesh in Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is why Christianity is spreading fast. Spreading fast today. Amen. Everything Father wanted to communicate to mankind, every man, every woman, Every boy and girl is packaged in Jesus. Everything he wanted to communicate. Look at the lovely parcels up there above your head. Packaged in Jesus. That's how important Jesus is. You look to Jesus. And you see everything the Father had for us. Everything Jesus said. Everything Jesus did. Amen. Jesus is the word of God. John chapter 1 and verse 14 in the Amplified Bible says, And the word, Christ, became flesh and lived among us. And we actually saw his glory. Glory as belongs to the one and only begotten Son of the Father. The Son who is truly unique. The only one of a kind. Who is full of grace and truth. And absolutely free of deception. Lovely translation, the Amplified John one fourteen. You know, Islam believes that Allah is the supreme God, but it denies that Jesus Christ is God's only begotten Son and the Saviour of the world. Judaism teaches about the one God, Jehovah, who creates the heaven, created the heavens and the earth. It believes that Messiah will come, still to come, to rule over them like Moses did. But they find it difficult to identify this Messiah as Jesus Christ. And the Hindus are just totally confused. They have millions of gods competing with each other to rule human lives. You know, Robin preached a message some time ago, a few months ago. What's in a name? Names are important. What we're named, what you name your children is important. You know the name of Jesus? It means God saves. God saves. Outside of Jesus, there's no salvation. The word says there's salvation in no other name. In Acts chapter 4, verse 12, and the amplified says, and there is salvation in no one else for there is no other name under heaven that has been given among people by which we must be saved for God has provided the world no alternative for salvation. Wow. Now awesome. There is no other name under heaven that has been given among people by which we must be saved for God has provided the world no alternative for salvation. Jesus means God saves. Jesus, the Savior of the world. The Savior of the world. You know what you think and believe about Jesus Christ? will determine someone's destiny. It'll determine whether you receive that healing, whether you receive wholeness, whether you you receive freedom. Jesus is the healer. Jesus is our deliverer. Jesus' name is the all-powerful name. There's no other name that is higher than his name. And he's given it to us to be able to use. I was praying with Caroline up earlier, but I didn't really have to because Caroline said she was led to the house this morning. She heard healing is in the house and had received healing on her hip. Praise the Lord. That's Jesus. That's Jesus. And that's what we've been praying, church. We've been praying that people will hear that Jesus is in the house. As we move on into 2022, as that harvest is starting to come in, as people will come and look for healing, look for answers. It was prophesied, Pastor Roy at the prayer meeting two weeks ago, he prophesied that uh, a number of occasions through that one-hour prayer meeting, he said, that uh, marriages are going to be restored in this house. People are going to come. Their marriages on the rocks. They're, going to, they're about to get divorced. They're going to come here, and marriages are going to be restored. Awesome. They're going to hear that Jesus is here in the house. Amen? The Spirit of Jesus Christ is in us, but we're going to let him move. We're going to let him have his way, and we're going to get to know him like never before. Isn't that right? Because of this move of God that we're in, this new season that we're in, and it's not about us. We are the vehicle. We are the church. We are the ones who bring the good news. We are the church. If we were not here, people could not come and receive. If we don't go out, people will not hear. It almost makes, you know, everything that Jesus died for just useless if we don't tell people about him. So come on, next week we're going to see people here because we're going to go out, we're going to reach, we're going to see people saved, maybe through the week. Maybe they'll come to our workplace or they'll come to our business. We'll be walking down the street and and Holy Spirit will say, speak to them. Maybe we'll get leading them to salvation. And then you bring them here. Let them hear about Jesus. Maybe God will compel you just to start going up Silverstream. Take somebody else with you. You go two by two on the doors. And start knocking doors around your own neighborhood. Maybe Jesus is going to say, come on, come on, let me out, let me out. Let people hear about me. Let them know. Let them no time is short. That came out in our prayer meeting a few weeks ago. This is the time. This is the time we've got to tell. This is the time that every veil is taken from our eyes. Every veil that the enemy wants to keep there. He wants to keep us distracted. He wants to keep us going around in that hamster wheel day by day. Oh yeah, I'm working from 9 to 5. I'm working on to 10 o'clock. I'm working through the night. I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. Where's your time for the Lord? How is the people going to know? So when you're working on your job, you're keeping your heart open. You're keeping your spirit open. And as he prompts you, you're going to take that time to witness. You're going to take that time to tell your story. You're going to take that time. Can I pray with you? Can I tell you about Jesus, who heals today? Hallelujah! Jesus is wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end no one like Jesus, no one, let's close our eyes this morning, hallelujah, if you don't know Jesus as Savior and Lord, this is a time you can invite him into your life this morning, all say this prayer together follow, follow on after me just repeating after me Lord Jesus I believe that you died so that I wouldn't have to you took all my sin all my shame all of my pain but you rose again you're alive today and I want you to be living in me so I ask you come into my heart and your word says as you come in you'll never leave me or forsake me Have you said that prayer you let me know before you leave here today that you've said that prayer we're just going to pray, and we just want to believe for an opening of our eyes like never before. So, Lord God, I just pray for everybody here whose heart is to hear, to see you more, for you to be revealed to them more through the word. Every heart, that you will do this. You will do it. They will receive. I will receive more. More revealing of your person, Jesus. More revealing of your person. And we get so excited share with one another. Hallelujah. We thank you. We praise you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. We're finishing a little bit earlier today because... We've got a nice turkey dinner tonight. So wherever you can help, help uh, see the deacons. Uh, plenty of things to be done. This whole place is going to be turned around. So if you can stay around, even help move chairs for a while, that'll be great. And um, be blessed. It's going to be a great night. If you're not out tonight, we'll see you Tuesday night for prayer, 7.30 to 8.30. Have a great week. Remember to book in for the carol service or tell carol quickly, so that you can reserve seating. Thank you for joining us. We look to God that he will direct your steps and blessings through this week. For more information, visit us at bangercommunitychurch.co.uk or find us on Facebook.